0: Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story.
1: Scars, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the door locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. John 20 Verse 19 through 20, God's love can heal even our greatest hurts. But what about the scars that healing leaves behind?
0: Scars, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. A darkened room is quickly lit as someone hits a switch, the waiting silence yielding to a growing fever pitch. Voices raised with laughter as the energy unfurls, the space is quickly filled by teenage boys and teenage girls. Ponytails and hoodies, fashion failures and achievers, hair that mimics Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Justin Bieber, toga pants and blue jeans, slightly crooked baseball caps, and all are thumbing cell phones and their hands are in their laps. Taking seats, the voices sound a slightly lesser riot. A man strolls to the front, and with an "Okay," calls for quiet. His name is Pastor Kevin, but the kids call him PK. They're gathered in their youth room this quite average Sunday. Gaining their attention, with a few things to announce, he answers all their questions, though they're asked in great amounts. And once these are exhausted and the updates are all gone... He points them to their Bibles, chapter 20, book of John. The sound of rustling pages fills the room with pops and snaps, though most just grab their phones and open up their Bible apps. How many of you, asked P.K., into a growing stillness, have ever had a catastrophic accident or illness? So much so that when all was healed and you were back to par, it left you with a branded spot a defining mark or scar. Hands went up around the room, seemed each one had a story, the boys, of course, competing for the most grisly and gory. Tales of falling off a bike, a skateboard, rollerblades, mishaps on vacations, Yellowstone, the Everglades, biting it on icy sidewalks, tumbling into ditches, trips to urgent care for ice packs, bandages, and stitches. Broken bones and damage of all manner had been faced. A girl who mourned her lost appendix pointed to her waist. Seems all shared an experience that they could now retrieve, save one, a girl who dipped her head and then pulled down her sleeves. Scars are our reminders, said a back-on-point PK. They help us to remember just what put them on display. Some we wear with bravado, and some we try concealing, but all relate a story. They're the evidence of healing. In this passage in our Bibles, the disciples try to hide, for they are much afraid they'd seen their teacher crucified. Their fear was bound in sadness, as this situation grieved them. Some said that he had risen, but not everyone believed them. So as they all were cowering upon the second floor, there suddenly stood Jesus, not required to use the door. He utters, peace be with you, and their hopelessness unbars when he raises up his gentle hands and shows them all his scars. His glorious new body, fine and perfect as a gem, still held the loving evidence of what he'd done for them. A hand shot up amidst the room's robust teenage congestion, lifted by a student who then asked P.K. a question. There was one disciple. Yes, I think his name was Tom. When Jesus made this rendezvous, I think that he was gone. The others told him all about it, everything he'd missed, but he did not accept it, and their story he dismissed. I never will believe, he said, your best persuasion fails, unless I touch the lacerations made by spear and nails. That's very true, said P.K. He would not believe his friends. Till one week later, Jesus joined them in that room again. Thomas was amazed, now knew their tale was not a fraud. He fell down to his knees and cried, You are my Lord and God. Jesus said, You had to see and then my truth receive. Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet they still believe. When Jesus spoke of those who show this simple faith and trust, I want you all to realize he was talking about us. The room grew very quiet. You could hear a falling pin as what their pastor said was understood and settled in. This brings us back to scars, he said, and sat upon a stool. Like Jesus, we all have them. Some are gently won, some cruel. We've talked of bumps and scrapes, of poison ivy, dermatitis. But what of those that no one sees, those scars down deep inside us? The wounds that come from rank abuse, abandonment, and shame. No one may ever see them, but they hurt us just the same. Jesus came in every way to love and set us free. His precious blood that covers sin can also cover these. And when it does, our hearts can heal, no longer hard or stony. He turns our scars from hopeless wounds to sacred testimonies. Scars are our credentials and the evidence of hope to those who may be slipping down the same condemning slope. So offer all you have to him, especially your scars. Then he will guide your every step and be your morning star. Looking at the clock, P.K. could see the hour pass. He said a closing prayer and then dismissed them from the class. The students gather up their things and quickly take their leave, except for one, the girl who tugged and pulled upon her sleeve. Her name was Kate, and she explained, I had to stay behind to put to you a question that I have, if you don't mind. She breathed a tender sigh, and with her eyes tear-filled and warm, began to pull the sleeve up that was covering her arm. And there, upon her once unblemished tender flesh embosses, a field of whitened, faded scars like intermittent crosses, I did this to myself. It was a time of pain and strife, not seeing any beauty or a purpose for my life. I felt my spirit die. It was always winter, never spring. It seemed I had to cut myself to feel anything. When it appeared that all was lost and I was so defeated, some loving people rescued me. I got the help I needed. The road was long and hard I battled each and every day but the struggle it was worth it I met Jesus on the way his mercy and forgiveness served to strengthen and restore me and freed me from all harm because he did the bleeding for me so here now is my question given all you had to say can Jesus use these arms to help some others find their way This pastor, rarely short of words or comforting replies, now finds it hard to speak with teardrops filling up his eyes. The answer to your question is an unrestricted yes, for you're uniquely gifted now to comfort and to bless. Tell me about your passion, how your spirit was unlocked. They both sat down together, and they talked and talked and talked. The ways that God can use us may seem distant or undreamed till we discover even our deep wounds have been redeemed. And offered to his glory like a tree that bears good fruit, our greatest injury becomes our greatest attribute. Across the sky of heaven's truth, this loving gospel arcs, no longer do we call them scars. They are our beauty marks.
1: I recall a friend from many years ago who lost his young son to cancer. What a brutal, scarring experience, and it was painful to see him go through it. Years later, I heard that he was volunteering at Children's Hospital, serving as a counseling resource to those who had lost children to illness. His scars were the foundation of his credibility to talk with suffering individuals about their pain and begin to encourage them towards a future of healing. Someone like me, who's never gone through that experience, may care deeply for someone in that circumstance, but I I could never hope to have the impact he has because of what he has walked through. God doesn't remove our scars. He uses our scars. Do you bear the scars of past difficulty? God rescues us so that we can rescue others. Your scars are your testimony, and your testimony is the beacon that can help lead others from a dark place into the beautiful light of his love.
0: We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Scars was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Devotional thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls in combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, may your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes.